THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, Listen Nerds Like You, and Floating Bunny head creator Jonathan Sims. Head to Skelenaut.com today to see John's comics, shirts, art prints, and more. That's S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T dot com. Yes. Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Jolly devil. Welcome, one and all, to another exciting edition of THN Cover to Cover. We have unleashed the front-facing camera today. Oh, no. So you can see what the ziggurat looks like in all actuality, and obviously we're much better looking than we used to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here's how this works. Every Saturday from 11 to noon Central Standard Time, we go live on the Facebook's page. You just like us, and you can get on there, play along. You can talk to us. I don't even think us. you have to like us. <clears throat> I think you do. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure you do. It's not a private page or anything. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Whatever. And then you can uh, chat with us in our chat box. You can call us, 402-819-4894. If you can't be here live, you can leave us an MP3. Send it to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Uh, make a bunch of fart noises in it, and we'll laugh at it. You'll hear some of those later, I'm sure. It's something we do on the show a lot. We laugh at our own jokes but nonstop. We, we talk about the news. We talk about comic reviews. We talk about all things nerd-related. You control the content, which is very important because if you don't call in, we don't have a show. It's, yeah, that's kind of how that You that's just get to watch goes. this like, aging gay couple have a marital dispute, basically. It's no fun at all. So, before we can get started today, Joe Patrick has one job, and it is to reset the question of the week. This week's question was submitted by Phil Lee via the THN forums. Who's your favorite fake dick? Now, before you get all riled up, that means fictional detective or private investigator. You should say private dick. Private dick. Nobody calls them fake dicks. <laughs> yeah, they call them private fake, dicks. Fake dick. <laughs> uh, to clarify, we're talking any genre or medium, whether it's DC's featureless flatfoot Renee Montoya, a.k.a. The Question, or Grandmaster of the Mystery Writers of America, Walter Mosley's Gilded Ghetto Gumshoe Easy Rollins. I have said that perfectly every time, and I'm very proud of you myself. You really have. I can't wait to hear the name of all the dicks you nerds love. Right. And I know I know some of you out there really love a good dick. Okay, and I'm not being a jerk here. And I liked Renee Montoya as a question, but Vic Sage is my question. Sorry. That's fine. That's who I grew up with. Vic Sage is my question. I don't really, it's weird. I don't really consider him a detective, though he totally is. I just never think of him in those terms. He is, but he's like a detective that works on the more conspiratorial edges right. of shit, you yeah. know? That's why wherever, whenever he came around, like Batman would just roll his eyes. Like, uh, which is kind of <laughs> ridiculous because Batman's seen some shit. Batman's fought gods. Batman's been to hell. <laughs> and, and still, when the question comes around, Batman's like, oh, great, this guy. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> What kind of crap you trying to sell us today, Victor? Uh, I don't know if that was really a thing in the comics. It was more in the Justice League cartoon. They really ramped up the conspiracy nah, they stuff. Played, they played it in the comics, too. Every, like, I think maybe it was after. Well, no, I would argue no. It's always kind of been like that. Even in Event Leviathan and stuff. Uh, like... The most recent one, con- the question shows up, and he's like, of course you're here. How long have you been following this? And he's like, I've been following this for years. You didn't even know. Nobody knew. Da, da, da. It's like the edge. Of, you know, he's that guy. All right, you're just making stuff up. No, now. man. He's grabbing. You're just he's- making stuff up now. That's what he does. <clears throat> and I believe it is Vic Sage is the one in Event Leviathan. They're both in there. Yeah. But Vic is wearing the mask. Renee Montoya is not. Yeah, they're both in there. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we talked about this. They're both in there. They're both wearing the mask. They're both wearing the... Oh, you're right. Renee is wearing it too, isn't she? Yes. Which is weird. Two questions. 
the questions. One is on Lois's secret team, and one is on uh, the team that Batman recruited. I've been friggin' loving Event <clears throat> Leviathan. I love it. I love action comics. Yeah. I love Event Leviathan. Uh, she's very good in Lois Lane. Man. Renee, Renee is in Lois Lane, and uh, yes. she's awesome. It's great. Good morning, David. The phone lines are open, 402-819-4894. We are talking about your favorite fictional private detectives. Uh, we would also, we're getting warmed up for The Mandalorian. That hits this week. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the 12th. Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I'm all freaked out. Now, I should tell you, and I haven't told anybody, I'm going to be in New York next week, Tuesday through Saturday. So we're not going to have a show, either show next week. We're taking a week off. Well, that's news to me. Yeah. Okay. So that'll give you some time. <laughs> To collect your Mandalorian thoughts. But I am fired up. Yeah, me too. I am pretty fired up. We'll talk more about this in a second. Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Caller. Who dis? Gentlemen, good morning. David Robbins calling. Good Hello, morning. David. Hello. David Rockin' Robbins. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. How are you guys doing? Yeah, you know, we're hanging in there. A little stuffed up, to be honest. A little yeah. congested. We rolled right into winter here in uh, Nebraska. Although it's going to be 60 today and 19 tomorrow. Yeah. So. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Climate change. Yeah, pretty close to here in Wisconsin. <laughs> yep, yep. Speaking of which, yeah. uh, I'm going to go see the UNO Mavericks play your Wisconsin hockey team tonight. And I am a good sportsman, and I wish you all luck in the world, but I also hope your team dies because they're dirty and I can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wisconsin, you mean the, uh, the Milwaukee Admirals? Or, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. College. Uh, college, no, college hockey. College, college hockey. Yeah. Got it. Got it. If we can't kick your ass cool. in football, um, hopefully we can beat you up in hockey. So, you know. We'll <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to rap about? Sports ball. Sports ball. Um, What's hockey? Is that the one with the ball. stick? Sports this pucks. is puck ball. Sports yeah. Puck ball. Yeah, puck ball. Um, <laughs> Everything I know about hockey, I, I learned from Letterkenny. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple of quick things I want to talk about. First, uh, question of the week. Okay. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of, uh, like, nerdy detectives, you know, we can go with. We can go with Batman. We can go with Jim Gordon. We can go with Jessica Jones. We can go with, like, any of the, the question, all those. Um, and it's odd that I want to go with this this fictional detective because it was before my time. Okay. Um, but my dad actually was a private detective. Oh, no shit. Whoa, awesome. Yeah. Time out. Wait, back he, up. He was, Is your dad your hero? Yeah. He's, he's well, yes, but that's besides okay. the point. I thought you were saying my um, favorite. I was like, because your dad is a real person, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he, he, he allegedly, he, he absolutely, as far as I know, absolutely was. Um, but no, um, <laughs> no, hearing all the stories from my dad in years past of you know you go into situations knowing everything already, getting yourself set in a good position. I kind of want to go with Columbo for Columbo. detective. Man, I love Columbo. Like, you Before see, my time, the, the thing I don't but, understand here. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> he went into the situation completely disarming of the people that he was going at. Like mm-hmm. they never saw, suspected him of anything, and he knew the answer before he asked the question. Oh yeah, and he just played dumb and, and let the, let them tell him. Let them just exactly. absolutely. You know, <laughs> tell him the whole plan. <laughs> it's so great. Absolutely. Oh, he, he, he went into it always already knowing the answer and giving them enough rope to hang them. That Every was, time. That was also like there was a golden age of like private detective TV that was going on between yeah. like the Rockford files and Columbo, yep. like Jim Rockford. Yep. Oh, my God. James Gardner was so sexy. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Ten speed and brown shoes. Oh, dude. Is that <laughs> <a thing? laughs> no, I don't think Ten speed and brown shoes. 
BJ and the Bear was. <laughs> ten speed and brown shoe. That's a thing. That's totally a thing. I don't know no ten speed and brown shoe. Ten speed and brown shoe. Yeah, my dad loved Rockford and he loved Columbo. And it's the reason that I love Rockford and Columbo. And by the way, the Rockford file yeah. still has like the best theme song ever. What's the one I'm thinking of with the wife, uh, the husband and wife? The husband and wife? Heart and heart. Heart to heart. Heart to heart was great. Uh, yeah. Or Scarecrow and Mrs. King. That might be what but I'm thinking of. They weren't husband and wife. Scarecrow and no. Mrs. King. And they no. were spies. They weren't. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm thinking more true. along the lines of heart to heart, but Macmillan yeah. and wife? What was that one? Fart to fart. That could be it. Uh, Ten Speed and Brown Shoe, uh, they were detectives, and uh, one of them, I assume Ten Speed, because it was the 70s, uh, was Jeff Goldblum. Really? Mm-hmm. He wrote a Ten Speed around? Uh, I'm sorry. This happened in 1980. Wow. Oh, jeez. This must have been uh, short-lived. Yeah, it, hmm. it lasted six months. Okay, well, we're, we're stealing David's time to talk about our... Yeah, sorry. I just had to look up to make sure I wasn't making that up. TV. <laughs> I'm just assuming that Ben Vereen is brown shoe because there were, they were, everybody was right suspecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least they didn't call him black You're shoe. You're not wrong. You yeah. know, at least they didn't call him black shoe. Huh? <laughs> sure. Brown right. shoe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so who's your favorite comic book detective? Comic book detective? You know, I... I, I might have to go with Jessica Jones. Okay. Good one. You I, know, just the sitting in a, in a, on a fire escape w- waiting with a camera, yeah. either that or Veronica Mars, you know, same kind of, you know, or, or Keith Mars, same kind of principle of just there doing the job, knowing the answer already right. just putting in the time. Like the real private you know? detective. It's like this job yeah. sucks. I dig around yep. in the muck of humanity, you know, but it's a living baby. Sounds you know? just like Jessica Jones. <laughs> Nailed it. Pretty much. It's kind of what she did. Um, right? just take pictures of people doing it, you know, and like, and then come back and be like, yep, they're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Those are great answers. Veronica Mars. That's a great answer too. One time it was cap. Yeah. It was cap. Yeah, so the the other thing, thing. He had a girlfriend. The other thing I wanted to talk about, um, did you guys have a spoilery discussion about Joker yet? No, neither of us have seen it. I still haven't seen Joker yet. <laughs> My wife has okay. been trying to screw me out of it every week. She's like, all right, we can go this weekend. I'm like, yay. Okay. And then the day comes, I, she's I, like, I, I just don't feel like I going to a movie. You I won't spoil anything, <laughs> though. Uh, my girlfriend, who is a huge Joker, Harley Quinn fan, like that is her villain is the Joker. Okay. We went and saw it on Sunday, finally. Okay. Um, it, it ended and we both went, that's a movie and we never <laughs> need to see it again. Sure. Um, but after discussing it on the way home and a theory that I had with it, she's like, I'm not going to lie. That makes me feel 20% better about the entire movie. Hmm. Interesting. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm not going to have a discussion about it except to say how many more times do we need to see the Waynes die? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree. Can, can, can some filmmaker understand that by showing the pearls falling all over the ground, all you're showing is that Martha Wayne wears cheap ass pearls. <laughs> I guess so. Pretty much. Yeah. But somebody, the imagery. Who was oh, it? the imagery. Uh, though. I think it was something online. I read uh, somebody put out this tweet and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Is that real pearl necklaces are knotted in such a way that the pearls can't fall oh, off yeah. the string? No. Unless, unless he shot yeah, her, so that and then he ran up and was like, snip, 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 Cheap pearls are strong like that because they don't care. Expensive ones are strong so that if the, if the string breaks, you lose maybe one. Right. All the rest right. of them are still intact. So by showing <laughs> all the pearls all over the place, all you're showing is that this multimillionaire wears cheap jewelry to the theater. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, you know. actually, all they're showing is a director thinks that something looks good. 
Yeah. And what, yeah. and doesn't know well, shit about I mean, pearl necklaces and doesn't care. Blame, blame Frank Miller. That <laughs> and is it's his iconic. Shit. It's super yeah. iconic. I get it. But uh, no, we okay. don't need to see. It absolutely all, is. We don't need I, to see the Waynes die ever again. All I want to know, know, know about the Joker movie is if anybody dances with the devil in the pale moonlight. I think, no. I think and everyone I, you know, does I, in the end. It's like a walking out of the theater. I actually said that to the girlfriend said, you know, I was kind of half expecting to see you dance with the devil. And they dance with the devil. And she's like, no. <laughs> Zero um, stars. It's like, F plus. <laughs> yeah. It's like the end of but a no, chorus like, line, from what I understand. I'm, Everybody is dancing I'm with the super, devil in the moonlight. I'm super uh, interested to see when you guys finally see it or want to have a spoilery discussion about it. Um, I'm super interested and would love to participate in that. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm seeing Last Christmas tonight with my wife and Terminator Dark Fate tomorrow with my parents. So I'm I'm going on an entertainment roller coaster oh, this weekend. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Termin- Terminator is on my my to do list as well. I'm I'm looking forward to that movie. Yeah, you may as well because I don't think we're gonna get any more because oh, this yeah, one it tanked, 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 tanked. It did very <laughs> poorly. <laughs> like not bad reviews, but nobody cares. That's weird. It's, though. A, it's not weird. Yeah, it's I mean, exactly it's, what I told everybody. You have buried us in so much Terminator. <laughs> bullshit that it, it's almost impossible to care it, like literally it's impossible a, it's not impossible are not movies for general public are not like comics where we can say this stuff doesn't count right this story takes place right exactly. after this one the public does forget not, about the rest of them the public does not get that and, and no, like, not the at public all. still doesn't understand why Superman wasn't in the Avengers movies. You know, you know what? Yeah. I mean, like, Terminator, we, we say that, but it's the truth. Terminator Genesis only made twenty seven million in its opening weekend, too. Well, yeah, but it's Terminator Genesis same. also look at its Rotten Tomatoes rating. It was at like 12 yeah. percent. This one's at 60 and no one is seeing it. It's it, so it's so strange to me. Nobody cares anymore. You 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 it's, screwed up too many times and you can't be like, yeah, don't pay it, attention it's, to it's that. Only, exactly. And in, you can in comics, we can say, well, that didn't count because that writer sucked. And what he did was so stupid that we're just going to retcon it. We're making all that Chuck Austin shit go away. And I realize I use Chuck Austin for this example every time, but it works. OK, <laughs> and, and we're used to that. We'll just go. Yeah, fuck it. Didn't happen. Oh, or we'll laugh about well, it. Like, oh, remember that? Nope. Didn't happen. Yes. All right, admittedly, like I, I'm behind on Hawks and Pox. I've only read like the first issue. I've got them all sitting in the stack. I've been super busy lately, but. They, they, you pick and choose what you want. I mean, can you tell me one, you know, without saying anything else, do we see Beak in, in Hawks and Pox? Because uh, there's some characters that just kind of disappeared. I think we may have seen no, like I a don't, background or I would have definitely remembered seeing Beak. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling we will. I, I, I think we're going to get a peek at literally everybody. I mean, sooner or later. You know, there's a lot, there's just, a lot of um, we're bringing everybody back. There's a, well, don't say anything. Yeah. He's only read the first issue, so he doesn't know any of that. He knows. He doesn't. He knows. He doesn't. I, I've been listening to. I've been listening to the show, and I know he knows. a little bit here and there, and it's, it's not bothering <laughs> me. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a lot of crowd shots in these in these early yeah. issues, so yeah. we see like, oh, okay. there's somebody. Like, so he somebody will draw him into the background somewhere at some point, but yeah. I doubt that he's. Yeah, we haven't seen Marrow either. I don't think and he nobody's freaking out about anybody, that. Pl- anybody's like plans. maggots not running around either. <laughs> okay. oh. Well, they might be maggots. Oh. His stomach is worse. Oh, All right, there was a there was a character, David. We got somebody else trying to beat the door down, so I'm going to let him in here, man. It's good to talk to you, though. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Bye, right. David. Four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four. Call us. Let's talk. Call us. Yeah. Yeah. Call us. Let's yeah. talk. Do Let's it. Do it. There we go. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? It's Brian Domingos. Good morning, Brian Domingos. Hello. 
Good morning, guys. What's up? No, not too much. We're Just kicking chatting. it. What do you want to rap about? Um, well, a couple things. I know that there's been a lot of Squirrel Girl talk on the there has been the uh, show recently. There has been. Um, and do you know that that she's based on a real person? Uh, I think I've heard something vaguely about this. Yes, Doreen is that her name? Her character's name is Doreen. Her name is okay. Doreen. She's she's not like a she's not an actual squirrel person, but she is a. That's that's um, good. She, <laughs> yeah, just, just I mean, poor girl. She, <laughs> she is um, an older lady. Okay, uh, she works at a comic shop in Quincy, Massachusetts. No shit. Um, and she is. She is very strange, but um, yeah, it's, it's, she just is there, and, and that it's like it's the funniest thing because she just like stands there, and it's like she is Doreen, like it, right. you know. Um, and I have a friend who has worked there for I don't know fifteen years. It almost shop, and he's and he was. This is going to sound sexist, but if you're a woman that works in a comic book store, yeah, you're strange. Here's why it's not sexist. Because dudes that work in comic book stores are strange, too. I was one of them. Yeah, I was it, a weirdo. It, you kind of <laughs> have to be. Yeah, if you're working in a comic shop, you're a weirdo. It's that simple. <laughs> oh, the, the dudes are, are so much weirder, but, like, she has some very, like, you know, weird quirks. But she's just like, it's, but it's just funny. Like, he's like, yeah, that's, he's like, it's Dorian. Like, and when she came, when Squirrel Girl came back with, like, the, the uh, Great Lakes Avengers and all that. Um, yeah, my friend was like, that is who she's based on, like her. And it was like, that's pretty funny. But she, she's a real person who is no super weird. Shit. Uh, yeah, here's, um, a, here's a quote uh, I assume from Steve Ditko. Maybe not. Uh, R.I.P. I think it's the other guy that, that created it with him. Oh, yeah, it's Murray. Will, uh, Will Murray. Will Murray. Uh, uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I based Squirrel Girl, ironically enough, on a long ago girlfriend who read comics and was into quote unquote critters. <laughs> okay, I love critters. Not critters, the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought we were talking like wild <laughs> wild animals of all types. I thought we were talking kill, kill crikes, that critters. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, nope, nope. Doreen's a real person. Okay. That's hilarious. Um, I um I was I just listened to your review of the um was it undiscovered country? Is that what? Okay. The, yes. The um the uck. Um, uh, I thought there was so, there was so much exposition that it like nearly made it impossible for me to care. It like, was it, it pretty was heavy early like, on. Yeah, I did was like, I, go ahead. I, Brian, I think it would have. I'm sorry. I think it would have benefited even from like one of those inside cover. Like here's who this is like a picture and their bio. Yeah, because there was so much. And sometimes that's like a cop out. But in this case, like they're literally introducing them to themselves and they're like in every scene. Right. And like, it's basically it's like, a team I, of 10 people. And they're just like, all right, the team of 10 is going in and, and they did a great job of drawing everybody. So they look different and whatnot, but yeah, I can't tell you one character's name off no. the top of my head. Honestly, it's like, I, I am Chang so-and-so and I am Janet. And this is, and as, as you know, doctor, like you're a doctor and you're a medical doctor and as a medical doctor, you should know. It's like, <laughs> whoa guys, like you, they, this is, they did like did dude you, gets hurt. She's like, I'm a doctor. I can help. But then again, it, I mean, like think of every TV show where we see like, oh, God, they're in a car accident. Someone runs up and they're like, I'm a doctor. I can help with this. You know, I mean, that's kind of a trope. Well, yeah, yeah. well, I, I mean, so we know that that like the lead uh, woman character, she is, you know, she's helping that kid who's sick. And, right. and like in that we, we get it. She's a doctor. But they say like three different times, like you're that you're that microbiologist or you're that like and it's like that it keeps happening and it's like yeah guys did, i know there's two of them did they both write the scenes not knowing that the other one explained well, who the people are but i also <laughs> like, think she's it, famous and they're illustrating that like i mean if 
I don't know, Shia LaBeouf goes to the grocery store, people are like, you're Shia LaBeouf, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, so I was... Uh, I, I don't know why I went straight to Shia LaBeouf, Me neither. By the way. That was the uh, first famous person I jumped on it. I was going to say Mel Gibson, but I was like, fuck of. that guy. <laughs> no. You're that racist guy, right? Yeah. You, you, you don't believe in the Holocaust, isn't that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Brian, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, you know, we, we talked very briefly on Twitter uh, yesterday about um justice league i've been mm-hmm. uh shotgunning issues of justice league like uh, what what era are we current talking? like the okay. current series the scott snyder it's quite good uh it's not quite good no it's not after we got <laughs> out of the pandemonium shit or whatever that was like and sort of came back so i like this whole the deal with uh where lex Luthor is going around making deals with people and sure yeah power. you're the villain that's a that's, whole that's, that's a fun. whole thing that's fun uh like it's got it's got it's got fun moments in the conceptually. Yeah. It is so overwritten. Yes. And it's so like, it's hot nonsense. It's, Uh, it's just like, and then I will strike my hammer on the, Chaos Anvil, and I'll drop a new multiverse on the old multiverse. Okay, so you are you're still there. Uh, Once you get out of that, I'm I'm just getting things, to the part where Lex yeah. has transformed his body. Uh, I yeah, read so through I'm that about too, and was just like, it's what just is like, happening? It's like Scott <laughs> Snyder. He's trying way too hard. If <laughs> it insists upon itself, uh, that's what Dave Demarco would say. I mean, kind of in the in the sense that it's like. I will get you. They got stuck in that hole in the Batman thing where they brought the biggest, worst, gnarliest, like bat version yeah, of shit, I mean, but and they like, were unstoppable. Well, where do you go next? But this—that's not—that's not really the point. But the point is, is that they do a lot of the same stuff Brian's talking about in uh, Undiscovered Country, where they—they they just like doom, doom, doom. We're headed towards doom. We know we need to turn towards justice. No, it's doom. Like they repeat, <laughs> and also they use the term doom as though it's like a place you can go like it's a thing that you can hold in your hand well that's what okay they were trying to move one it's like that's it was a place they were trying to go to like this doom universe or this justice universe i get it but it's it's i'm having the same feeling about that that brian i think is having about uck where it's just like i get it I get it. Let's call we it don't undiscovered countries. So people ke- <laughs> we don't have to keep hitting the same nail on the head Fair enough. Over and over and over. I guess yeah, I just, it, it, this was it, just one issue. So I'm okay with it for one issue because it did very much feel like the setup for like, like the Armageddon movie where like we meet all these people and they're talking, doing their thing. And I'm a specialist that does this thing. We better go get this guy that does this thing. Like that guy that does the thing doesn't feel like doing the thing. You know, we got to meet all the people. Sounds, <laughs> sounds just like Armageddon. I mean, like they, they, and I, like I, and I understand like, like the first scene where they're in the helicopter and they're kind of like, you're kind of, they're, they are shoehorning stuff in there, but it's like, I get it. It's the first scene. There's a lot of people to introduce like, right. All right. Like uh, there is a level of um, exposition that you have to accept in an issue one. Sure. And I'm like, sure. fine. I guess. Yeah. And there's, a, there's like, a fine line, I think. But I also think it made the swerve work even better when we do get to I, that page where you turn the page and you went. What? <laughs> I, so I, I had I had kind of I read most of the first issue and then I was like eh, I don't know like I was I got like I just I got like bogged down with I don't know who anybody is and it's like then they say like she and I'm looking at the character and I'm like that character doesn't really look like I didn't realize they were, it was a woman and I'm like all right I don't really understand what's going on so I I bailed and then when I heard your you guys review I said all right let me go you know give it a sit down and really focus because it's not one of 
seven that I'm going to read. It's right. like I'm reading this one right now. Um, so I was able to, to get into it, but the, like that scene where they go to that like council, they do the reintroduction again. And it's a little bit like in the, in David Ayers's, uh suicide squad where like every scene is an introduction scene. Huh, and I yeah. think that it was like, this is dead. I, you don't know dead shot. Like dead shot is the fastest draw. Yeah. The you they, don't know dead shot. He they can do constantly this. You don't did know that. this guy. It's like, oh like my pull God. a gun and like, shoot and they'd be like, whoa, and be like, you tell me you've never seen Deadshot before? Like, we just yeah, saw him do and, that five that times movie, early in front of other people. <laughs> yeah, that movie had like too, like too many introductions. And this was like, you guys have a lot of ground to cover. And I, I need you to stop introducing yourselves. Like, it's not sure. like, and so in that, th- there were other ways to do it, even if it was a caption box, even if it was a, like them telling everybody like, because they're sitting in this in this room where they've got, they received the message from America and, and they're all there for a reason. Right. And the, like the Japanese uh, ambassador says like, I am Chang so-and-so and this is Janet, my, my European counterpart. It's like, yeah. Okay. Like everyone knows, like everyone in the room knows that because you're all there. <laughs> like, it, it's just like, what are you doing? Like get to something. And then they like run into a cave and I don't know. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't the, give it away. The, don't give the, it away. No, I won't. I know. I almost did the twist like that, like tw- that curve. I was like, I don't know. It's only been 30 years, like 30 years sure. is not that far to have like something really gnarly happened, Brian. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, it's hard to know because I know it, it is something you got to kind of experience. Right. Like, it's kind of like it's kind of like back to the future, too. Right. He only went 30 years into the future. <laughs> Yeah, and that's now true. we've got like living holograms, right? And, yeah. uh, flying uh, like, hoverboards. We are real and, optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you think about what what 1985 to now, um, the world's pretty similar to that um, hellscape. Um, <laughs> it is, have, but nobody has like, a fucking hoverboard. All right, nobody does, um, and that's bullshit. No, he's because thinking, they ruined well, my childhood. We're living in the dark Biff timeline. <laughs> I think it's what <laughs> the dark Biff yeah. timeline. Right. No, I mean we've got we've got James Dean holograms and movies. We've that's got, right. Um, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. You true. know what I mean? Like, Biff is running the country exactly right now. Uh, yes, it is. I mean, I, that is a waking nightmare every moment of every yeah. day. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. So I, I I will try. Like I I like I like Camo the artist and and yeah. Uck and uh and I'll try it. But yeah, too it was too much. Like if if they start the f- second ep- issue with like, oh. It's a good thing. It's I, me, Janet, your European oh. counterpart. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then he's like, da- Daniel, you're my brother. I didn't know you were here. Why are you here as my brother? All right, Brian. We got yeah, we got some other people I, trying to totally get in fair, here. Brian. So, but I, I, totally I, hear I, I hear you. I hear you. It's an introductory issue. If it keeps up, yes, I will stop too. Sounds good. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 402-819-4894. Uh, so there was, I was talking to a couple of guys at work. Um, they are asking me about the Mandalorian and they're excited for it because they're Star Wars nerds, but they keep asking, is Disney plus something you're going to buy? And I keep saying, no. Well, we already bought it, but I'll watch the Mandalorian <laughs> and, like, and they're, and they're trying to decide, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because yeah, it's, it's six bucks a month. It's I, I, nothing. I, I, I don't disagree. I'm just, I can't be in on that discussion because I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? This is Zach. Hi, Zach. How are you? Hi, Zach. Good. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. What do you want to rap about? Good. 
Um, I just I just wanted to tell you a quick story. Okay. To like take up a minute of your time. Let's do it. I was asleep on the couch the other day. All right. And my son, Ben, who's two, comes up to me and starts hitting me. I'm like, what? I wake up and I look at him. And he says to me, Dad, Hulk has a penis. And She-Hulk has a vulva. <laughs> a vulva? But, <laughs> but they both have butts. And they spanked him like this. And then he started spanking himself. And then he said, night, night, and walked away. <laughs> So he's got it all figured out. Yeah, it's a kindergarten cop scene with superheroes. In case you don't know, Hulk has a penis. She Hulk has a vulva. Okay, yeah, all right. Good information. Yeah, that's pretty basic stuff. But yeah, that's you know that's just really specific. (laughs) It is. Like he's up inside there. Like like clitoris and labia or anything. Yeah, there's other stuff first, but yeah. (laughs) Look, at least he's getting a jump on uh, sex education because God knows by the time he's of age, uh, the conservatives will probably have eradicated it. It's true, Zach. I just appreciate your teaching your kids. He'll be the first kid in the camps by the time they take over. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We will have died there a while ago. So (laughs) John John Tavertic John Tavertic wants you to tell us how good Joker is, and I think you already did. We talked it's about it really already, right? fucking yeah. good. Yeah, it's it's really solid. Um, I I thought it was wonderful. I you know everyone who was complaining about like oh this is going to cause trouble. I could see it. I could see some misguided people like watching it and being like oh the Joker's the hero and well, that's a good thing. Same people who watched Fight Club and thought that you know sure that, yeah 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 exactly. But my argument to Tyler that is like the hero. What about people that are watching serial killer you know TV shows or people that are watching no, true exactly. crime all day? Yeah, I mean. Come on, where does this argument end? Uh, this is a yeah, fictional the, the character. The argument is you, you could do anything. You know, yeah. uh, somebody's going to watch anything and hate it. Exactly. Or misinterpret it. Or you could be, catch her you in could the be eye watching the good place. You, you, you could be watching the good place and think that you're in the afterlife and nothing matters. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> fuck it, man. <laughs> I'm drive God my car into a, into a froyo place. Is Kristen Bell there? Please just tell me Kristen Bell's there. That's all right, all slow down, pervert. Right. You're a married <laughs> man. And your wife's better right. looking than Kristen Bell, okay? She's gorgeous. She, you she stop really it. Is. Stop hitting on Zach's wife. But, right. but you know what? I don't think she would blame me. She'd be like, it's Fair Kristen enough. Bell, dude. I understand. Fair enough. I'm going to pick up that sweet ass gray Hulk figure today, by the way, man, it, it, that, so every time I like pay something off a credit card or something that I have used to buy toys or something ridiculous, it's never like, Oh, whew, paid off that orthodontist or whatever. No, this is like, okay, I just paid off that Wolverine figure. Zach sends me a picture and it's like, look at this. It's like, he knows. <laughs> and, or the credit yeah. card company's like, Hey Zach, can you afford this to Matt for us? You know? <laughs> but it, it is this legend. What is it? Legends of Marvel universe. Is that it? it? Yeah. It's the legends, like the seven inch line. Yeah. And it's a gray Hulk and it is so fucking cool. Those aren't very expensive. Are they? <laughs> no, well, this Marvel one is legends. because this no. is like a limited one that they're uh, doing like runs of. He runs like 40, 50 bucks, oh, sure. but, but I got some, I got like some trade credit one, in some places. I'm going to get them. You can't clink one into the other one. That's not how it works. Well, you don't buy you two have to Hulks. Have multiple. No, you gotta have somebody for him to fight, like the Absorbing Man or something. Okay. Gotcha. You see, it starts with. Oh, the Hulk. it's oh, it's in that packet. It's in the '90s action figure package. Yeah, That's dude. rad. They're so yeah. cool. Ugh. Neato. All right, Zach. We got somebody trying to beat the door down here, so I'm gonna let him in. All right. It's good to talk to you. Have fun, boys. Uh, Bye, Zach. Spank your children for me and hug your wife. Okay. Watch out for your Volvo. Love you, boys. <laughs> Love you too. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Phone line is open 402-819-4894. Yeah, they've been doing all these. Um, like it's like Marvel Legend reissues. They're so awesome. 
Mm. There was a Juggernaut one that he bought, and he photographed Colossus and Juggernaut. Like oh, I, see, each I other saw up. that, yeah. Ah, <laughs> so cool. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, Zach is a very talented photographer. You should yes, hire him. He's a very talented guy. And he'll even behave. If, you, if he comes to your wedding, he will behave. I've yeah. seen it happen. Thank you for calling. THN, cover to cover, caller. Who dis? Hey, it's your attorney. Oh, hey. hey what's up, man? It's Ryan Forrest, our consigliari. How yeah. are you, sir? Yeah. Our fixer. Good. I can't say that word, so I use a shorter one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. That's, that's all right. That's all right. Just call it fixer. <laughs> that's fine. What do you want to rap about, Ryan? Uh, well, hey, I guess two quick things. I saw people were talking about the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's a late topic. I totally dug it. My theory is uh, the whole thing happened in his head. I've heard that. I've heard that too. Um, because there's these rumors about all these rumors about like how they're talking about spinning two different DC universes and they want to introduce a Batman into this Joker verse. Any really easy way would be to have a Batman movie that we've already got coming. And then it turns out like, no, that Joker has been in Arkham the whole time. And he just thought that happened <laughs> or something. I don't think you'll get Joaquin Phoenix know. to do it again. No, you I won't. Don't I don't think there's an amount of money. It's not about money for him. He, he very no, I, famously I has a no sequel policy. Yeah. But, yeah. and, and yeah. this, yeah. It, and it, it's a, it's a really good one off. There doesn't need to be anything else. Yeah. The ending was nice and open and, and there's nothing wrong I just with think, that. We uh, can have a one off. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It'd, it'd be nice to have one off. I'm kind of tired of trilogies and trilogies of trilogies. And, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I uh, like a other, good one off movie. Yeah. The other quick thing is, uh, I am all about the Watchmen series on HBO right now. It's that thing really it's so great. accord with me. Oh my god, it it's is good, it, fantastic, and like better than it has any right to be. If you think oh, about absolutely like, the Watchmen comics that they came out with that were like further in the future, DC did a while ago, and everybody freaked out and got really upset about it. There were some that were pretty good. There were some that didn't do shit. And they were these were like people that were students of Watchmen. These were people who Watchmen changed their lives. Incredible artists and writers. Yeah, it was like Brian Azzarello and yeah. Darwin Cook. And now we just like, you know, grab some, get a, was it Abrams that's doing this? Is it his company? Damon Lindelof. Uh, Thank you. Lindelof. 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 Grab yeah. some studio writers. They read the book a couple times. They go, got it. <laughs> you know, and just yeah. kill it. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And, and, and just- <laughs> And like there are no bounds, no parameters. No. Throw every throw everything against the wall. Let's see what sticks. Oh. Uh, I like the I, I like the fact that it's not really a sequel. It's just set in that it's world. It's another story. Yeah. yeah. Um and I think that frees them up a lot. Definitely. To, They're to going do to touch on thing. some stuff without yeah. doubt. But uh the yeah, the performances are great, the oh effects are great. It's a really good show. The soundtrack is so wonderful. It's so yeah. You know, great. That's my, my brother said the same thing. Yeah, oh. he was he's way into the soundtrack because like the music, you don't even realize it, but the music is there almost the whole time. Sometimes it's very quiet and just sort of this like thumping thing in the background, and then boom, it comes up, and you're like, oh god, something really bad is gonna happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, this is this is kind of a small thing, but I love the effect that they do at the beginning with the episode titles. Yeah, where yeah. they're like almost like the letters are hanging in the sky in the yeah. real world. They sort of did that on fringe as well. Like that was sort of, that was the first place to kind of remember. Oh it. yeah. Where it would be like, uh, where it, whenever it was like, um, the 3d CG, it'd they be like showed, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Whatever, right. The city, know. the city yeah. name, it would be like incorporated into the yeah. background. Yeah. Yeah. But they definitely do it here. So it very much looks like the opening of a comic book. Like you get three pages of intro and then there is an inciting incident or the action starts and you turn the page and it's like, here's the title of this comic. 
you know, and like the characters running by the title or something. It's yeah. perfect. Yep. It's yeah. a really, is it eight, is it eight episodes or more? I, oh gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I thought it was at least I, 10, I have, but I don't know. I have eight in my head, but I don't know. Well, I hope it's at least, I just, it, you know, it's Damon. And I, I was thinking about it uh, earlier, like, well, you still got five episodes to fuck it up. If you're a, you know, a fan of lost, which I was okay with how they ended lost, but a lot of people weren't. I was too. I was fine with it. Uh, Watchmen, uh, Watchmen is planned for nine episodes. Nine episodes. Uh, and nine. I heard nine. that he's also to... envisioning it as one season and that's it. Son of a bitch. Come on. <laughs> I don't know well, if that's true, you know, but that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Um, well, HBO's got a lot of uh, Game of Thrones money still. So. Speaking of HBO, did you watch His Dark Materials? Did any of you guys watch that? I started it, but I didn't Which finish one? it. His Dark Materials. It's the new show that's based on like. It's the Golden Compass. There, there was a movie called The Golden Compass, but The Golden Compass is like one book in a series. In a series, yeah. That's called His Dark Materials, right? Yeah, it was called something else in the States, but yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, it's like a Hunger Games, like young adult. Sort of. Uh, sci-fi. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's pretty good. I thought it was really good. I went into it was like, oh boy, they've got talking animals that run around them. Here we go. And then by the end, I was like mad at Bobo because he doesn't talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I did not know uh, Daphne Keene, who plays the little girl. Mm-hmm. She was Laura in Logan. Okay. She's great. She's fantastic. She's yeah. so good. Turns out she can talk. Turns out she can talk. Yeah. <laughs> and she and she British. She turns yeah. out turns out she's a great actress too. She's British <laughs> and she can talk. Yeah. No, it's it's actually a really fun show. Um, James McAvoy is, is wonderful in it, but yeah. like I've I'm at the point where I'll just like I'll watch McAvoy do anything. That guy's fantastic, uh, except for that last X Men movie, which he was fine in. He was not the problem. <laughs> Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I need oh, to. I, need uh, to yeah, I never, it. never saw it. Oh. Yeah, he didn't miss anything. It was garbage. I. Ugh, it was just yeah, garbage. God, it was what I was afraid of. I feel. I feel the same thing about the Terminator, but I think I'll probably end up seeing it anyway. Yeah, I will. But I've heard this Terminator is like pretty fun. Like, hey, people I, I know have seen it. And all things it. considered, like yeah. if you liked one and two, this is a good direction for it to go as opposed to where it did go, which is not saying much <laughs> because it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got some people trying to get in right. here, so I'm gonna let you go, Ryan. Good, it's good to talk to you, buddy. Right, boys, have a good one. You Me too. too. Uh, Philip Lee says Joker works great as a prequel to the Nolan trilogy. Matter of fact, you can toss out the Dark Knight Strikes again, and you've got the perfect Batman trilogy. So Joker, Batman Begins, and the Dark Knight. Eh, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll take his word for it. I haven't sure, seen it, but. I mean, like the scene where they're like, the dude shows up with the card, the Joker and everything. And he's like, rumors of Burba Like, oh, is he back? Ooh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, Justin Fletcher personally liked Dark Knight Rises. I did, too. I very much enjoyed it. What? Do people have a problem with that one? Um, It's usually considered the least successful of the three. I mean, I guess. It's not my favorite. It's of the got three, some problems, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, no, it's not a time for fear. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not taking anything <laughs> away from it. Although you can say in the end, there was like, how's Batman going to defeat him? He's going to beat him up because well, he had just some a guy. trouble doing it last time. But now he knows how to beat him. Up. <laughs> he, he, he learned how to beat people up better. Uh oh hey Michael Richards says Watchmen is nine episodes like the famous nine panel grid. That's a great call. Oh shit. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? 
Hey, uh, Aquaman, Return Aquaman superfan, Patrick Coleman. Patrick, Hello, are, you Patrick. In, are you in someone's trunk? Are you okay? I... I am in my own trunk. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Funny story. <laughs> this, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Kick out the taillight. It's a million to one shot. You wouldn't believe it. Kick out the taillight yeah. and wiggle your hand out the hole so the people behind you know you're in trouble. What do you want to rap I'm about, actually, Patrick? I'm actually just calling for you to please send help. <laughs> no problem. Uh, so you're number one on my speed dial, so that's who came up. Hey, hey cool. Nice. Um, we can help uh, in about 20 minutes, but what do you want to rap about in the meantime? Okay. <laughs> Uh, not a whole lot. Yeah, just on my way back from my my uh, therapeutic massage appointment, where my 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 person beat the shit out of me, and, nice. you know, in a good way. Yeah, I love those. Um, yeah. Uh, um, so I didn't really have anything specific to talk about. Um, I just want to thank you guys again for uh, deciding to uh, let me be an affiliate. Yes. Of your, totally. your empire. Uh, we call them love um, slaves, actually, not so much affiliates, because there's no money involved. And affiliation sort of sounds like there could be cash, you know, <laughs> but, uh, okay. no, not here. <laughs> sure. No, I'll, I'll take love slave any day. Yes. Uh, for those um, of you who don't know, go to twoheadednerd.com and we are hosting Patrick's Titan Comics Press Adventures. He does a Thank God It's Wednesday on YouTube where he swims around in his comics like Scrooge McDuck. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got, uh, the chef show. What's that one called? Editor and chef. Editor and chef. Editor and chef. Yeah, instead of editor in chief. Very good. That's cute. And like uh, yeah, yeah, pressing matters. Yeah, but it's good stuff. It's pressing all over. Been back issues. Yeah, I just want to make sure they're they're all somewhat punny um, because it, it is the highest form of comedy. Absolutely. Oh, de definitely. Definitely. I would argue quite the opposite, but you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're happy <laughs> to well, happy I mean, to have you. Hope it works out. <laughs> we we all know about Matt's taste, so you know it can. It's true, Patrick. While uh, you're here, so. Your favorite yeah. fake detective. That's what we're talking about today. Favorite fictional detective. Fake dick. There's, there's no questions. Oh, that's right. You did answer that in the chat yeah, last Columbo. week. Columbo. Yeah, it was like, I don't understand the question. Like, there's no conversation to be had. What about comic book wise? Uh, I'm trying to get everyone to just admit that Batman is your detective favorite detective. Chimp. I do detective like Detective Chimp. Chimp. I love it. I do like Detective Chimp a lot. He's fun. Yeah. Uh, but so, oh, this guy almost got hit. All anyway, right, Patrick, uh, we're gonna let you so, drive. No, no, I didn't say he's gonna. What? Go ahead. What I wanted, what I really wanted to call in is, um, so because uh, to, to to celebrate uh, my love slaveness, um, I wanted to offer any uh, two-headed nerd uh, active patron uh, ten percent off on my services. Hey. Uh, so if you are uh, in the in the two H two H. T two H N T H N T H N family yeah to two H N let me know and um, if you need some stuff done we'll take a look at it and uh, get you a, a oh, little scratch we'll off do a promo code we'll like yeah we'll like yeah check it out Titan Press he make sure and use the promo code he doesn't have a website fart sickles or something you <laughs> yeah, know <sure. laughs> use promo code just, yeah just email me promo code T H N <laughs> there we go you heard uh, it here first. 10% off, suckers. Or 2HN. 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 2HN, yeah, yeah, yeah. Promo code 2HN. There it is. That's yeah. very generous, Patrick. Thank you. And we will be sure to yeah. include that in your next post on the site. Patrick, we got somebody trying to call in, though. So well, I'm going to free yep, up the I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm planning on putting a video up today, so I'll send it to you. Sounds Kick great. Ass. Talk to you soon, Patrick. Right. Bye, buddy. Later, dudes. 402-819-4894. The phone line is open. I saw you trying to get in. Try again. Try it now, sucker. Do it. I dare you. Do it. 
I friggin' dare you. Call us. Um, yeah, but I was thinking about my favorite comic book detective, and I can't get away from Batman. It has to be. It's Batman. No. There's no question. No. No, you don't agree, or no? Batman is not my favorite fictional detective. Really? Really. I, like, I can name others that I like, but when it comes down to it, man, a good Batman mystery? He doesn't do enough detecting. Whatever. He has in the past. He's the world's greatest detective. He's not my favorite. Mm. Whatever. Mystery. I know who it is. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who it is? I've only said it a million <laughs> times. I just it's Kendrick. It. How's it going? Good. Good how are you? God, I blanked for a minute there. It was crazy. Do you know where you are? No. And I what, can. What's your name? And the whole left side of my <laughs> face like, is numb. You know? I was like, oh, did I, did I call right when Matt was having a stroke? Yeah. Do you With, smell you know, burnt what, toast? What opportune time. Oh, uh, fun news. I have a heart murmur. I didn't even know. Oh. Yeah. I went to a new doctor a couple weeks ago and he was like, when was the last time you had a checkup? And I was like, I don't know, 30 years ago or some shit. And then he was like, you have a doctor, right? I'm like, yeah, but we just kind of talk and shoot the shit, you know, and whatever. And he's like, well, let me check you out. You've got a heart murmur. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, but don't worry. He's like, it's really slight. And I was like, so I got the good one. And he goes, yeah, you got the good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the good art murmur. That's that's fantastic. Well, I I had like a I had like a weird like opposite reaction. I actually went for a checkup just because I'm getting old and I'm over forty, so I'm like trying to go to the doctor once a year. Yeah, you got to do I it. And I go in and and I was just like, yeah, like I I should I should show up. So that's what I put in on my intake. And then when the door closed, the doctor's like, "Why are you really here?" Like, like what's, what's, what's bothering you? And I'm like, nothing. I, I just want to, that's when you like I scratch said, your eyes. Go, like, pills, pills. That, that's, like, that's, isn't that what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. And I kind of got like shoot out like, Oh, you don't need to do that. I, it's like, you're not that old yet. And I'm like, okay, like, should you be pushing like preventative medicine? And, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you taking your board? pants off? I'm like, I, I just thought I'm 40. So, you know, <laughs> like put it away. Pervert. Come on. No, don't you want my blood? What's wrong with my blood? All right, no, let's get back to blood. nerd talk. I here. brought some blood. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you call to rap about? Oh, geez, man. Well, I wanted to. Well, I had an answer since I mostly listen to crime books. I wanted to answer the question of the week. Okay. Um, and also chime in that uh, from last week's show that uh, yeah, Raylan Gibbons is in a bunch of books, man. I know. Uh, so I, I know. So like I like I. I <laughs> I, I listened to a couple of those Elmer Leonard books that are like from like 1980 mm -hmm. that have uh, Raylan like in in Florida and stuff. Anyway, another friend uh, of mine I, listened actually, to the show that introduced me to the Elmer Leonard books. Like after the show, I was like, "Fuck those guys!" Here's a bunch of books yeah. he was in. You should read all these. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, cool. no, they're, 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 that like the Elmer Leonard has his own little like fictional universe. All those, mm -hmm. the, a lot of those characters cross over and stuff. It's it's pretty rad. Um, but my, my answer is going to be because um, I was I was actually I had to scratch my head a little bit because even though I listen to a lot of crimes, it, it's not necessarily a lot of private detectives. But I really like um, uh, George Pelicanos, who writes really good, like kind of standalone crime novels that don't have a detective uh, character necessarily. Uh, he has a few books with this character, Spiro Lucas. I think there's two or three of them. And he's like he's like a Iraq war vet who is um he, he works for a lawyer so he like he like has this other kind of like shady job like doing dirty work on the side for a lawyer um but he also has this kind of scary like war history and then he does like you know he retrieves things for people right it takes 40 percent um but uh one of the books was the cut they're just like really good 
you know, it's the more pulpy side of George Pelicanos. He wrote, okay, Pelicanos um, wrote he, the deuce and stuff for that, for HBO. Yeah. Right? He wrote, That's why I had that uh, name. Yeah. He's, oh, he's one of the, the, the wire. Yeah. He yeah, worked like, on the wire. The wire. Yeah. Okay. I knew yeah, I knew yeah, the yeah. name. So he, I couldn't put he, it together. He's like, he's like one of my very favorite novelists. He's, his stuff is really, really good. Like shoe dog, uh, the, the, uh, King sucker man. There's like a lot of really good books, but I've for, heard read for, him for kind of pe- yeah, for PI stuff, I would check out those Spiro Lucas books. They're really good. Cool. Um, but then speaking of being an armchair detective, I, I guess I just wanted to check in with you guys about the Watchmen. Cause that's what <sighs> I, that, that's like the nerdy thing that I like obsess over now. No, same like, here. Same here. Like, and I started listening yeah. to one of those, like, I, it's, I make fun of those, like, we just watch a TV show. Let's have a whole podcast about it now. Oh, yeah. You know, but I started listening to, <laughs> like, a, a Watchmen recap that's really good. Yeah, a friend of mine posted about it. He said it's great. Oh, man. But they point out, like, all Wait, these. what l- is it? Uh, let me see if I can find the name. Uh, but go ahead and keep is it Vox podcast it? called? Does, is it Vox that's putting it out, or is it um? I don't know. Slate. I'll, I, I will look it up. Regardless, mm-hmm. y- there are so many little things in the show that they're doing oh, yeah. that they've absolutely thought about and not like the kind of Easter egg where it's just like, Hey, obviously the creators know if we say this name, someone will be like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, like straight up right, right, real right. Yeah. Easter egg shit that they are hiding in there. And like these fuckers are insidious with this stuff and I love it. And, <laughs> it's great. And, and really, and really, really relevant to the plot too. Like yeah. what, I, one of the things that I was really geeking out over is um, when Lori is interrogating looking glass like inside the orb yeah and she's like just like nagging him really hard and like you know like a surface read is that she's like just clowning him and like the whole like mask shit it's like yeah the orb is like showing pictures of the squid because that's what she's concealing because she knows the truth about (laughs) the invasion yes and it's like Oh, you're really vulnerable right now. Uh, like I, you know, like I love it. Like that it's, it's, it's that attention to detail that has me, you know, really kind of locked in. I, I'm still, you know, I love Lori's I character too. The, landing with everything. the way they introduced her, the way she carries herself, like she's playing in the system. She absolutely knows that there is something wrong and she knows she has to stay where she is to, like, keep access to what she needs to present finally when it's time to let everybody know there is a big conspiracy and shit. But, like, she is a badass and you do not want to mess yeah, yeah. with her. And she will just straight up fucking shoot you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I was really I was talking to some friends and I was I was really glad that. That's well, a like the show needed to get out of Tulsa, yeah, because I wasn't even aware what the um what the attitude towards masks was outside of you know like i it wasn't it wasn't clear to me that the mask police force was only in Tulsa or that deputized uh you know kind of vigilantes you know that that wasn't kind of right. the state of detectives in this version of twenty nineteen right right um so So that was really important, you know, sort of like perspective. I also like that when they have their, you know, Batman vigilante guy, they really walked the line because they didn't, they didn't make him a total joke. You know, they could have really had it be a, uh, you know, what in a a dark, dark night, uh, you shouldn't be wearing hockey pants. Like it wasn't just like (laughs) a doofus in hockey pants. Like it was a guy, 
you know, from like a Marvel, you know, like a Daredevil. Yeah, like this but guy was like, good yeah, at like, it. Uh, he obviously he had a good looking suit. He knew how to mess people up. Like he was good at right. it. Right. <laughs> but he was outsmarted and, and outmatched. Like, right. That a guy like, that even like even Batman in a realistic world is going to be like, yeah, but we've got like 30 of us. Right. Guns, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. You're you you got caught well and like um, and the way that she set it up she was like you just couldn't resist could you you just can't and he's yeah, standing there and he's yeah. like fuck <laughs> it's like like no yeah, i couldn't yeah. resist like it was perfect it's a bank robbery you yeah, know like this is it's like it's so cheeseball and perfect i have to do it you know? yeah yeah this is the compulsion to yeah so i really like that the uh the other thing that i was going to touch on is okay so every week when the new one comes out i watch the previous episode before the new yeah. episode you almost mm. have to so 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 i watched so when i watched last week's i watched the week before and i got caught so now i'm on this ozymandias thing so one of the things that uh veet who i now i'm like this guy's not veet but oh. uh oh get out of here like, it's, right. it's definitely him it's fine no 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 it is so, so so here's here's some here like i think he thinks he's veet so he says to, he says to Mr. Phillips, Mr. Phillips has a whole bit with the stopwatch, right? You know, like, Oh, we need to throw the prop. And then he goes to Mr. Phillips. Have you ever considered that you're the prop? Right. Right. And I was like, Oh, that's like a, a key bit of dialogue. And of course, you know, like from, from the book, you know, he's the, the game player and everyone else is the piece. And I was like, right. Oh, the, the way to ironically undercut that is to have him be a prop. Well, here's the thing. And so, I don't disagree so, that the, everything around him is definitely props. I think he's being held prisoner. I don't now. Some people are saying he's on Mars. I don't think he's on Mars. Uh, yeah, there's, I don't, there's, think, I I don't think, think that's it. That he's on Mars. You can look in the, in the sky. There's like a kind of indication of like a blue planet in you, the, in the atmosphere. There's definitely some but, weirdness uh, going on. And there was this games but, keeper that is like, obviously keeps him in check. And it's like, you can do this. You can yeah, do that. Right. You can't do that. So he is being held captive, but who is holding him captive? I don't think it's Doctor Manhattan. I, I here, here's the thing: is like I think that he's a clone too, and for whatever reason, whoever. Oh, it's definitely not Doctor Manhattan. People no. who think that it's Doctor Manhattan, it's, why the fuck would John want to have any sort of punitive measure? Right? Like, right. The the icing on the cake for him was just being like, nothing ever ends. Like, you made this mess. I'm gonna. Yeah, Peace out. he does not like, care. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Why would he care now? And why would he fight would, he, like put himself in a position to go after him or something? I don't think that's what's going on no, at all. I think someone no, got a like, hold but, of but, him and was I know what you did. I know the, how the world works and you are going to do this thing for me. And if not, I'm going to hold you captive here until you agree to it. And he is stuck there well, right now. He he's stuck there, but if you look like the, the I do think that it's possible that he's on Mars because if you look at the the, the experiment that he was doing with uh, the other clone, the other Mister Phillips guy, it was like a kind of space suity kind of conception. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, and uh, you know, like the guy froze. Like, oh, we need thicker skin. Uh, but but yeah, there was just something about that dialogue that I was like, oh, he's a he's a pawn, mm -hmm. and, he, and you know they they keep saying that Vite was declared dead. It's like maybe he's really dead. This guy's a stand, you know, like a clone. Like he thinks he's real, and whoever made him needs him to think he's real and to do something that Vite would do. But I think that the twist is going to be that yeah, Adrian Vite 
actually died. Hmm. You know, like, like hmm. the, you know, it, 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 they can even do it as a twist, like, you know, like in the book where it was like, oh, like you thought you were going to stop me. I like launched the missiles like an hour ago. It's going to be like, yeah, the real Adrian Wright died five years ago. Maybe, you know, like maybe who are you? I kind of hope it's not. I kind of hope it is him just because I like the character so much and I want that connection. And I love the casting of Jeremy Irons as like aging. Right, right, right. Like, oh, so oh, damn much. Like, he's, like oh, he, he's still great. I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about him or that I want him not to be because of his performance or anything. I just, I just got like nudged by that. I just felt like that was like a good place or a bit of dialogue. That's like a yeah, definitely. That's a clue. So, um, he, but so, I agree. But, he is he, he is being held captive. It may or may not be him. We'll find out. I just don't think he's on Mars. I do think he's being held captive and someone is trying to use him. Why don't you think he's on Mars? It just doesn't make sense. Why would he be? Dr. Manhattan doesn't give a shit about this. He does not care. That is the whole reason he left, because he doesn't care. He's like, whatever. None of this is important. That like time is neither here nor there. He was like, in one minute you're being born. The next minute we're having sex. The next minute you've been dead for 500 years. You know, like he has that whole dialogue. And and he was like complicit in Ozymandias' plan. Yes. Like he killed Dr. Manhattan killed Rorschach. It wasn't like you are the you know, you're the villain and I'm going to expose you and punish you for what you did. It was exactly. kind of like Yep, I'm I'm gonna roll with this. Like the one guy who's gonna potentially spoil your shit, I'm going to vaporize him in the snow and like that's just the way it's going to be. Like that's like the that's like the that was like john's like harm reduction right like this isn't perfect but this will like actually what this guy did like hurt the least amount of people yeah even though he slaughtered a city and i can go deal with other shit because i like you said he does not care yeah um but yeah i'm i'm really dialed in i know like the first week i called in i was like i don't know i don't know but now it's it is like the nerdy thing that I definitely yeah they've I got, want I want to play detective with every time. every week yeah so the name of the oh, uh, the name of the podcast my friend uh, was talking about is the official Watchmen podcast produced by HBO yes uh, that, and well, there's only one episode okay. out so far that's not the one I'm thinking of no there's a um, there's a different one I can't remember if it's Vox or Slate that puts it out I'll have to look into it I've listened to too it's, many it's been podcasts. it's been a while since I've yeah, it's been a while since I've like dug into an after show kind of podcast, but this might be one that I do because like I'm getting into full like true detective, yeah, uh, Westworld. Like, totally. oh, this is something that I actually want to like theorize about and like try to try yeah. to figure out. Like, definitely, definitely. Um, Jim, it is always um, good to talk yeah. to you, buddy. We got to end this friggin' yeah. show, so I'm gonna yeah. hang up on you so it, we can and, talk about our favorite private dicks ourselves. Oh yes, please talk. I want to hear all about your dicks. Yeah, so. thank you for sharing. <laughs> thank you for sharing your private dick with us. We appreciate that for sure. Right. Yeah, check those books out. All right, bye, buddy. Uh, let's catch up in the chat real quick because there's a lot going on. All right, all right, all right. Um, Justin Fletcher asks, uh, "Have you heard about James Dean being cast in a new indie film using CGI or uh, deep fake technology?" Uh, Brian Domingos did mention it briefly. There's been a huge outcry from Hollywood, Chris Evans, Elijah Wood, etc. cetera. Uh, what do we think? What are our thoughts? Uh, aside from small cameos, do we think it's forsaking everything that's holy in the world in reference to cinema and acting? I think it's hard to get mad about. I like, I, yeah, I do. It's a, okay. Double standard here. Cause I do think it's gross, it but at gross. the same time when, 
you know, Tarkin showed up in Star Wars, I was like, hey, they did a pretty damn good job of that. You know, yeah. like it didn't bother me. I mean, that's one thing. But that's also a character from the show. And again, it's a cameo. Yeah. And we had to link Rogue One right. with. It's not like Frank Sinatra showed up and danced with a robot. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. I mean, they didn't. It wasn't like a Sky Captain situation. But still, it is what it is. It's still that actor is in that role. Is that gross? I, I mean. But it's not that actor. Like, what are they going to, he didn't say the words that they wrote. Like, what are they going to do? No, but my, my point is they took his likeness and they put it in a new film. And whether, and we say, oh, it's okay, because it was that character. And it's cool that that character is connecting it. It's still the same thing as, like, putting James Dean as a deep fake. Well, it's like. In a movie. Uh, and, if, and frankly, if deep fakes aren't committing acts of pornography, I don't care. You know, it's like Justin said, and you know, a small. You're just gonna let that slide a right small, by. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> a small cameo, like, uh, why can't I think of the actor's name who played Grand Moff Tarkin? Peter Weller, Peter yeah, Sellers, not Peter Weller, Peter Sellers. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Robocop. Yeah, no, right. Uh, that's different to me uh, than. We've made a movie starring James Dean. He's been dead for 40 years. I mean, yeah, of course. But then does it come down to how much of it there is in the film? Is that what it is? I don't know. Is it the screen time that becomes offensive? It's a fine line, I think. Yeah. Uh, He says, Bette Midler had the best response he's seen, and I agree. She says... Uh, James Dean is being resurrected by CGI to appear in an upcoming movie. Don't ever let anyone tell you things have gotten more difficult for white guys in Hollywood. <laughs> Even dead ones can still get a job. It's pretty good. That is great. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's gross. I think there's a line. I think this is too far. That's just my personal. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I just think it's complicated. And I mean, I'm not going to go see Tupac holograms in concert or anything like that, but it is cool that we can make holograms of people. Peter you know? Cushing, Peter Cushing. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, David. Uh, not Peter Sellers or Peter Weller. <laughs> not Peter Sellers or Peter Weller. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what I think about that. Uh, Jimmy Randall popped in. Oh, Patrick checked in to say he got home safe. That's good. Uh, Casey says, Matt can't even stay awake through an episode of Watchmen. That's why he looks so confused right now. I will have you know Casey fell asleep last week. Jimmy Randall popped in. Uh, He said, late to the party, way too smashed to call in. It's nighttime in Australia. Don't freak out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Or he just like rode that wave all night. Maybe he did. It's nighttime in Australia. Good old fashioned bender. Uh, His favorite fictional detective is Martin Crane, Fraser's dad. (laughs) He was a retired (laughs) Seattle police detective. Okay. Great answer. All right. Uh, And then he says, later potatoes, fart noise. Okay. Uh, Joe Rankley says, uh, shout out to comic book private detective Jennifer Folds, uh, star of Fair Lady, which got canceled, unfortunately. I really like that series. Oh, did Fair Lady um, get canceled? Yeah. I didn't know that. I did fall off of it, but it was really good. It was cool. <laughs> Patrick says, I'm calling my shot. Joe's favorite dick is Detective Boy from the Legion of Superheroes. That's not a real character. <laughs> uh, and then Justin says, He's which a- is something that I thought of while you guys were talking. Uh, there's a scene in the first episode of Watchmen where you see Dr. Manhattan on Mars and he's constructing some sort of mansion. Yeah, no, I mean, I saw that too, but I don't think they're on Mars. I think it's too obvious. Mm. I don't think they're on Mars. All right, well, time will tell. Okay. Time will tell how wrong you are. I want to guess uh, your favorite detective. We do have voicemails. Oh, do we? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think we had any. Yeah. I was going to say, I want to guess your favorite detective. Go ahead. I, I think I know it. Go ahead. Let's wait. All let's right. get let's do the voicemails. Uh, so we got, uh, we got something from uh, Fanbot on Tuesday. That'll be the first one. From Fanbot. Oh, from, uh, from gotcha. Mark, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and then we've got two voicemails. I promised him that I was going to read Squirrel Girl for next week's show. I'm out of town. <laughs> so you can deal with it. read it on the next episode. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Mark Tarrington's the first one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zach says the mansion looks just like the one Oz lives in. Hello, this is Fanbot from Earth 27. I am excited about Squirrel Girl and can't wait to talk to you about it. Today, we are talking about romantic relationships. Are you as excited as I am? Baal mentioned that Matt may not be a Squirrel Scout and may even at this moment be beating his head against the desk or staring empty-eyed into the distance while he contemplates his own mortality. (laughs) Don't worry, Matt. I am not permitted to devote more than a given level of resource slash time to this activity and have edited down my planned 12-hour monologue to two minutes. Good. Isn't being concise fun? The first recorded relationship involving Squirrel Girl is during the Great Lakes Avengers period, where she has a perfectly reasonable teenage romance with Speedball from the New Warriors. This relationship is subsequently used to satirize Speedball swapping his costume for an S&M outfit and becoming the anti-hero Penance. In this version, Speedball's cat joins him in his quest for extreme self-punishment under the super pet name P-Cat. The second relationship is referred to in New Avengers, where it suggests that Squirrel Girl and Wolverine were physically intimate at some point in the past. Yeah, gross. I will give you a moment to digest that. Yeah, I remember it. Character ages are never clear with Marvel, but Doreen Green is explicitly 14 on her first appearance, and hence too young to be an Avenger despite having defeated Doctor Doom. Assuming she started college soon after her return to New York, she is around 18 when the events of New Avengers happen slash occur. This suggests a relationship between a 17-year-old girl interests include squirrels, computer science, making the world a better place, and b 130-year-old hirsute dwarf with anger management issues, interests include extreme violence, slicing people to pieces, growling, smelling like the seat of an exercise bicycle from a gym for baboons with poor personal hygiene. (laughs) Somehow this got all the way from the writer having the idea to the book appearing on the shelves without anyone saying, wait slash hang on a minute, should we be doing this? If it were possible to delete this deeply unsettling episode from my consciousness, I would do so immediately. I cannot because I am a memory subsystem responsible for data integrity. Evidently, Marvel would also like to delete it. Marvel released a collected edition of Squirrel Girl appearances set before the start of the unbeatable Squirrel Girl series. It contains everything except the new Avengers material, effectively removing this mind-destroying horror from continuity in the hope it will never be spoken of again. In the recent Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Doreen explicitly prioritizes her studies, friendships, and crime fighting over romance. That's all for now, and as they say in Terminator 2, hasta la vista, baby. Hasta <laughs> <laughs> la vista. <laughs> so, yeah, they took out the Doreen sleeping with Wolverine. Yeah. Who I mean, is, I mean, it's not like, oh, he was. 24 and she was 16 yeah, no. uh, he was 140 yeah. <laughs> and she's uh, 14 <laughs> i mean it is it is kind of creepy but um i think i think that they've kind of fudged her age. it was a different time joe it was a different time okay <laughs> uh it, that was and that was a real uh, that was Bendis, argument yeah. that i got into with someone when i was bartending at a mexican restaurant a while ago she was like defending roman polanski and she was like, it was a different time. You don't understand. You're young. You don't understand. It's like, it was a different time when it was okay for 16-year-old girls to get anally raped. I think she like, was younger than that. That even. was okay. Like, I just want to, like, do you have a daughter? I'm just curious. <laughs> like, 
turns out she didn't. So anyway, mm. but that was a woman defending Roman. Wow, Polanski gross. Too. <laughs> uh, we've got some more Watchmen conspiracy theories here. Uh, Zach says the mansion Dr. Manhattan builds looks just like the one Ozymandias lives in. Uh, in the clip, this is Michael Richard. Yeah, they in that clip, it down. he he builds it briefly and then it collapses back down. Yep. Um, Calvin says the mansion was also the same as the building toy Sister Knight's son was putting together in his room. Hmm. I didn't notice that. I did not notice that. Um, Michael says, I think Dr. Manhattan has moved Mars closer to the Earth since Lori's message takes only 40 seconds to reach him. Or technology got better. I mean, who knows? Hmm. I mean, come on. Also, the red planet grows bigger as Lori watches the sky. Ah! Goodness, goodness, goodness. Yeah. I don't know. Or, or like, yeah, maybe. Or we just saw like a blink, like I got that, and he made a, I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, Justin says, I don't think he's confined there because by Dr. Manhattan or anyone. I think he's confined there because it's fucking Mars. How do you get off Mars if I, you're just a guy? He's not on Mars. Uh, all right. We got, another, we got Black Scorpion called in. All right. Here we go. Okay. Nerds is Black Scorpion number three. We're talking dicks. So um, I think my favorite bit is Jamie Madrox. But uh, as I was thinking about that, I'm like, wait a minute. Is he really a good detective? No. He just seemed like my favorite character who was wandering (laughs) around in the story. He was definitely not good. You know what? A lot of our favorite um, uh, private eyes in in, in comics aren't really good detectives at all. They're very good at being discreet or anything like that. So I think the best one of the people I like was probably Tim Drake as a child detective. Um, he actually <laughs> yeah. used some sleuthing capabilities and solved a case by putting pieces together um, in a way that wasn't just wandering into things uh, uh, and clearly being spotted while wearing a disguise. Anyway, Drake, the brown Fucking UPS Drake. Uh, uh, worker God. Um, in modern uh, DC. I think that might be my answer. Anyway, what a- be well, everybody. Oh, if you haven't watched... Uh, that Daybreak show on Netflix is pretty fun. I don't know if it was a comic or something, but Daybreak? it feels like it may have been. Yeah, it's right, like a zombie well comedy. Oh, I don't know that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, th- let's talk about Drake for a second. It's stupid. So Tim Drake, no longer Red Robin, which also not a great name because it's a hamburger chain. <laughs> it's just a bad idea. And I can't, whenever he shows up, all I can hear is Red Robin. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's dumb. But Drake? Drake. You a, named him after a duck? A Drake is a duck. And now he's wearing a brown costume? It's so gross. Yeah. It's terrible looking. It, it really is just awful. I don't know what you call him. Come R2. I don't give a shit, but like Drake. What a baffling, Ugh. baffling decision on Bendis' part. God, it's, it's dumb. very bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tim Drake is a great detective. He is. He discovered who Batman was. Yeah. Did it on his own. Sussed it right out. Smart ass kid. Jason Sachs. Hey guys, it's Jason Sachs. Uh, suffering through a nasty ass cold today. I wanted to call and say hello and uh, hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, my choice for a question of the week is uh, Detective Miller from uh, The Expanse and the Companion. Oh, I thought Expanse he was going to say novel. Barney Miller. What an interesting guy, right? The Expanse is a great this Tremendous history that's tied up in all the history of the Belters and the war between uh, Earth and Mars. And the story is amazing. It really brings his whole complex world to life. Sorry, I don't have more energy. Uh, I'll feel better next week. I hope. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, get better, Jason. Feel better, Sorry to buddy. Hear that. Expanse is such a good when show. When he said Detective Miller, I really thought he was going to say Barney. Barney Miller. Miller. But we're talking private detectives, not cops. That's a good point. Yeah. Private good, detectives. Good point. So, 
Well, no. Yeah. Just fake detective. We said, pri- but the question, he said private dicks. Oh, yeah. That's he true. wanted no private detectives, true, yeah. not cops. Other, we got, that's a whole other thing. Fa- favorite fictional cops? Well, Batman yeah. is also not a private detective. So he's the world's greatest detective, but he's not a cop. He is a detective. Yeah, so I think we are applying the term a little bit more broadly than what you're I saying. I think you are because you don't understand how rules work. Okay. Now I want to sure. guess your favorite detective. Try it. Elongated man. Yes. It is <laughs> elongated. You're too easy. You're too easy. <laughs> elongated man Tell is my why. favorite. Tell is my why. favorite comic book detective. Uh, He's great. Uh, I do love. I uh, love the because Disney. he is a detective. When I think of the elongated man, I'm like detective. I don't think yeah. superhero. He does his nose wiggles when he finds when he the, when he, he senses a, a mystery. His nose gets <laughs> big and it wiggles, and he would he would like go on cases with his wife. It, yeah, so great. I Ralph love Sue, the elongated man. Ralph and Sue and DC did him way dirty. Yeah, he's back now unceremoniously in the pages of event leviathan he also showed up in uh detective comics 1000 in that story about the detectives yeah, club he's feeling much better um for some reason alex Maleve draws him with the e going backwards on his costume and it drives me crazy i wonder why i don't understand it um Did but he accidentally like flip a panel or something? i don't know or i like, don't know that's bizarre uh but yeah uh ralph dibney uh he's also great on the flash tv show the guy that plays yeah. ralph is awesome yeah uh yeah i love the elongated man love him fair enough yeah I, I mean like batman is my favorite comic book detective i can't get away from it i really liked when they did like the moon knight detective stuff but there's not enough of it for him to become like you know a number one or anything i do love moon knight don't get me wrong um slam bradley that was another character that i've always loved i still don't think slam bradley has any place being in like that group of the world's greatest detectives i think he's just a really good detective (laughs) like a street guy you know (laughs) yeah i mean it's not like he's not not like sherlock holmes or anything no i like detective chimp i get it he deals with a lot of like otherworldly magic shit like he's got to be a pretty smart guy to be able to do all that he's stuff. just a street tough ex-cop yeah, slam bradley yeah. just dude right. and when he showed up and like the this is the secret detectives club like slam <laughs> really sure yeah <laughs> last time we saw him he was pretty down I mean, on his luck there's only so many comic dc detectives i guess i mean I, you could have thrown anyone else in there I mean, <laughs> whatever. it's a fun question though i do uh, love slam bradley tv i have to go with sybil shepherd and bruce willis on moonlighting were they detectives oh yeah that's what they did i don't i don't remember the blue moon detective agency that's i don't remember anything about for. that show and booger worked other for than them. booger yeah <laughs> oh my god i loved that show it was so wonderful because it was like there were serious episodes or funny episodes or musical episodes it was crazy hmm. such a great show Ugh. Oh, private dicks, man. Yeah, I could go on. I love a good detective story. But we don't have time for that. We need to talk about no, a don't. new question of the week. Uh, yeah, Michael Richards, Slam Bradley uh, was one of the features in Detective Comics number one. Yeah, he'd been around for a long so time. He is like the oldest DC detective. I just don't think, and he's a great character. I just don't think he is one of the world's greatest detectives. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's racist. I didn't say because he's white. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, speaking of Black Scorpion, the three, this week's question was submitted by Black Scorpion, the three via the THN forums in honor of Titan Comics pressings ad with THN. I think it's time we finally talk about favorite ads in comics. Oh, we live in a world where ads are a nuisance, but the ads in comic books bring back a lot of fond memories. They are great. <laughs> Whether it's the ads uh, for comics in comics, like 
Robin will die, but you can prevent it. Right. Or ads for non-comic stuff like sea monkeys or Captain O and his promise of a telescope to top selling children. Or real monkeys. There was a time you could buy real fucking monkeys uh, in the mail. No. Yeah, dude. No. Yes. I will uh, find you right now. Spider monkey. Specs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to know what ads in comics you remember fondly. I love this question and I immediately had an answer. I have two answers, actually. Here you go, right here. Darling pet monkey. <laughs> Check it out. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you could buy a monkey and they would send it to you in a box through the mail. <laughs> I wonder if that was legit. <laughs> well, you know, they're just sending out monkey corpses. They're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I guess he didn't make it. Formerly live monkey. What are we going to do with all these dead monkeys? Like, I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, kids. No money back guarantee. All right, so not next week. I'm going to be out of town, but we will do this the week afterwards. So we're not doing an episode on Wednesday either. No, I get back. I leave Tuesday and I get back next Saturday. Okay. So that's going to great. It's going to muck everything. I would love a week off. So we're going to take a week off. Awesome. We'll be back the week afterwards. Uh, any New York nerds want to meet up? I'm going to be in NY next week. Shoot me a tweet. Let's talk. Take me to your comic shop. We'll hang out. The missus will love it. She's heavy into that shit. Oh, trust me. She <laughs> loves visiting comic shops in foreign cities. But for now, we got to get out of here. A lot of fun today. Thank you to everybody that called in. And you can call us at any time at 402-819-4894. Leave us a message, anything you want to talk about. Ask a, a question of the week. You can ask for stuff to read. You can do all oh, kinds we of do, stuff. Yeah, we are in constant need of question yes. of the week suggestions. So but please, please. If you want suggestions from the comic pushers, call and leave us a message. Oh, we'll I need onomatopoeias. On I need onomatopoeias every onomatopoeia week. of the week. Adam Wednesday can't carry the show no. every week, guys. Call and make a noise, and we will plug it into the show and give you credit for it. It'll be awesome. All right? But right now. I don't think that's ne nearly the incentive you think it is. Yeah, that's how you get to have sex with strangers. You get famous on the internet, and then strangers are like, I want to do it with that person. And then you're like, yeah, that's what it's all about, right? Internet fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that that note, was a video exclusive. Yeah. On that note, this. <laughs> they could probably hear it, though. It was making a lot of friction sounds. <laughs> this is the two-headed nerd saying we'll see you in a week and signing off. I'm sorry for everything that just happened. Okay.